All right, look at this, Henry and RK. Oh, I have Professor Gray on there. No. Oh. You can call me Professor Henry if you want, Professor Hank. Don't ever give Henry that type of responsibility uh. to be a professor or anything important. I feel like I could be a good professor. I, like you just sitting there. Like I wouldn't be like the kind. I feel like you'd be a like, TA. No, I feel like I need to be at the front of the lecture hall just talking. The TA does all the real work. I just stand up there and give my thoughts on whatever it is for an hour a day. That seems reasonable. Yeah. You are good at just giving your thoughts. I am. Uninterrupted for an hour a day. <laughs> I really am. It's like my one skill. We didn't really give you a choice but to learn that skill. Yeah, I can do that and I can watch football. Oh. That's... So I'm prepared that's a good life. one well i know at least one of those things will come into play today you're gonna get to use your skill from 3 p.m until about 9 30 p.m tonight how awesome is that it's pretty awesome i still haven't like settled in like buffs football's back so i have work mm. to do still and i haven't really processed like okay so write something a day book an hour out for that is that like first half of the chiefs game is I, i'm thinking it might be like first half of cardinals cowboys is what i'm gonna try to half pay attention to okay uh, I plan on paying attention to all of it. You're I packed man. my whole day into a, what is that? Six hour period instead of the standard wow. eight hour period. Um, anyways, that's my life. <laughs> How'd you do this weekend? Um, well, the parlay <laughs> profit boost got me. So if we're talking in terms of like winning money or losing money, which I think is a pretty lame way to evaluate betting. <laughs> I did very poorly, but what's the other way to evaluate? Betting? Well, in terms of like, did my you have takes, fun? I, I feel better about myself as a better coming out of the weekend than I did going into it. I, I did like rely too much on the parlay, so I didn't like like batting seventy five percent gets me nothing. This is the Drew Locke conversation. You're yeah. bringing this to me. You <laughs> yeah. did this on purpose. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. You had a Drew Locke weekend. Mm-hmm. Didn't you, hit the home run balls. The stats weren't good, but the process was there. It was so good. And if I had just split all those parlays, like the bets on them evenly throughout my bets, I would have came away. I, I would probably be eating a steak dinner tonight. Wow. Instead, I have a can of soup. Just have to add like one can of water to it and microwave it. Water? Because it's like a smaller can now. It's like a 60 calorie Campbell's soup thing, but they took some of the liquid condensed. out. condensed? Yeah, so you pour it in the bowl, then you fill the can back up with water and pour that in. Otherwise, the can would have to be twice the size. Huh. They're saving on can size. They sure are. I like this. This is efficient. Yeah, that's my night. Um, you, instead of, you are trying to condense your bets into the smaller can when you need to just get three large cans. <laughs> a couple of big cans might have been a good idea. <laughs> Oh, you need th more there were just so many little things where it's like even even like Washington coming back, pulling within one when I got him at plus two and a half. Like that was one that I thought was going to miss. And even that came back around. There were just a couple of others like the Rams, the the Packers. And that just ruins the entire day for me. I had an incredible weekend up until the two o'clock starts yesterday. And then I got flat out murdered. Um, the Packers, I, I made the, uh, the quintessential betters mistake. And honestly, I, I, I feel like I had a Drew Locke game here. The process was there because this is a tried and true method. Packers go up 10-0, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm in on the Packers before the game. Uh, yeah. Oh, Packers yeah, go up 10-0. Cool. I was right to be on, in on them before the game. It's all going to go great. They're going to blow them out and win. 
Then everything dramatically changes over a, what, two-minute period? Yeah, pick six, and that pick that turns into a touchdown. So at this point, I'm like, ha-ha, I've got the book right where I want them. <laughs> because the Packers process has been better this entire game, except for this little aberration in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. So I double down when they're down 14-10. They go down 21-10. I should add, you sent to the chat, me, you, and Dre, that you were doubling down, and mm-hmm. so we all doubled down. <laughs> And so we're all in the same boat. Okay, I, I'm not taking uh, the blame for that. I was just sharing that it was a good opportunity to double <laughs> It was down. a good opportunity. Um, so you think like, oh, the process right here makes sense because they've been dominating the game except for this little aberration. Well, then they go down 21-10. And now you, you're – this is the old sunk cost fallacy. You've already invested in it. The value's now gone up again to like plus 700. And you're like, okay, well, now I have to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you don't actually have to no, do that, you but you There's feel no as a, so I tripled down on the Packers. I've never seen a more dramatic momentum shift in a game. The Packers nope. had 100% of the momentum. They looked incredible. They looked unstoppable. The Bucks defense, which is supposed to be like one of the best in football, could not even slow them down through those first two drives. And then boom, 38 straight points. And so they throw a pick six, and they, lo- they went from having 100% of the momentum to 0% of the momentum, and they were never able to even get one percentage point back in the rest of the game. Not at all. It was just a disaster. Craziest craziest momentum shift I've ever seen. Anyways, that one killed me, and then I did you know, what everyone does, and I tried to get back what I lost by going harder mm-hmm. on the Sunday night game. I always get you. And that gets you. So I still actually ended, up th- ended the day up a little bit, um, but I was up a lot of bit, and now I'm only up a little bit. I finished the day down. There was like a moment where things were looking really bright because of the Broncos. I had that money line. But I'd sprinkled the money line and mostly just put it in parlays. And so <laughs> I didn't get too much out of it. Yeah. You didn't oh, parlays. What's it's up, awful. Al? It's an awful feeling. Um, someone in the comments saying, well, $4 on the account. Oh, no. Oh, this is where this I is shine. such a great This dilemma. is where I shine. This is like... For some of us who don't just have like unlimited amounts of money to throw away, when you get on a bad streak, you have to start just like betting smaller and smaller amounts. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, like there have been times when it's been like $1.76. How are we turning this $1.76 and you work it all the way up to 20 bucks and you're like, okay, 50-50, throw it on the Broncos. Can we get something out of it? I don't know what to do today, but this is the most fun scenario in betting in my mind. No, it's Back the up least against the fun wall. scenario. Oh, it's like, and again... That's because you look at everything in betting in terms of like making money or losing money. To me, like this situation, well, trying to dig out of it. That. Actually, um, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as, as did I have fun? Because I've often said, if you are in this to make money, most people are going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. If you're in this to make a three o'clock game on a Monday afternoon more fun to watch, you'll win every game. That is true. You only win when your goal is to have more fun watching sports. So that's how I view things. Um, now, it will be less fun when you just like have a terrible bet and you lose a bunch of money, <laughs> such as last night. We're oh, working yeah. towards it. Yeah. It's yes. a process. We're just buying time because <laughs> we don't know what to say yet. Okay. So if I viewed all of my bets the way I did when I had $4 in my account, I think I would actually make money on these things. Because you just take one yeah. thing, you're like, I just got to – I just got to – Mm-hmm. Get a dub. Just get mm-hmm. a dub and stack, keep stacking dubs. For some reason, like last night, I get up so big and I'm like, all right, now I can really just let it fly. 
I know. And that never works. Okay. So $4 in the account. Obviously your goal here would be to double the four and then you have eight to bet on the second game. That's the way I would look at this. So what you're going to do is you're going to find your favorite. You know what? I say just put it on Chiefs minus five and a half. I think that's a good bet. Um, I messed around uh, and just checked out what would happen if you parlayed Chiefs to win with Cardinals to win, and that gets you to plus 184, which I kind of like. Um, I, I do think that the Chiefs cover, though, and that changes that plus 184 to plus 282, so you're getting another oh, $4. So you're trying to parlay here. I, I, I felt like in this situation, like you know that whatever happens in the first game – you're going to be betting that in the second game anyway, right? Like you're going to find something that you're going to put it on. The only thing that you're handcuffing yourself is that like you can't wait until halftime and play a live line in the second game. So I'd rather just take your favorite pick from the second game, parlay it with the first. And you're saying if you lose the first one, you're going to bet it on the second one anyway? Yeah, exactly. And if you win the first one, now you're in a profitable position. You can yep. take the buyout, do whatever you want. Yep. I think a two-game slate is just perfect for this strategy. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Henry's so much more convincing with the <laughs> – I almost cursed <laughs> with the damn parlays. I want to be a professor. Now that we – my mind is still tied to that. Let uh, me manipulate people for now. And you can do this. You can <laughs> – and you of course have the 20 percent profit boost on parlays that's right yes oh so now you have to wow that's so, the last piece of the argument that's perfect so chiefs plus minus five and a half cardinals plus one that gets you to plus 318 yeah well how do you feel in this situation i think i do like the plus one better just to give yourself like some chance of holding on to your money yeah but uh, what are the odds it's a one point game i don't know but i always think like is it really worth it to lose on it one in a one point game <laughs> the exact versus, opposite of my thought <laughs> versus 10 percent on the bet yeah I, I think that that's a good point especially if we are going chiefs minus five and a half instead of taking just the money line safe option oh you so you actually have to take chiefs um minus five and a half to get the profit boost oh so yeah i think because that's you can't have a leg in your parlay of over minus 200 yeah yeah. Hmm. Well, I think we figured out what the move is. And I the think only this other is option a risky is move. if yeah. But but what's the other option then? The other option for him at you know four dollars left in the mm -hmm. account is to uh <laughs> take the five and a half, then if you win, you have some breathing room. You can double down in the second game. You know what I mean? So you mm -hmm. go from four to eight, then you put the eight on there, then you, now you have 16 versus it really works out to be the same. Yeah. You know, to me, I'm just pulling the trigger and I'm taking that parlay profit boost too. Um, All right, I'm with you. Is it worth buying points though, since we are going the parlay route? Changing that to like seven and a half and plus three. But you won't get the boost oh no you wouldn't would you you have to take you one could of those. let's go like game lines alternate lines so you could here's what you could do is you could sell a little bit to get it under minus 200 
So you could go Chiefs minus two and a half. Let me make sure this works. Chiefs minus two and a half, Cardinals plus one. Now you can still use the bonus offer. That gets you plus 224. That might be the move. Uh, actually, though, I might be more interested on buying Cardinals points than buying Chiefs points. Mm. I think I think that the Chiefs had do that both. five and a half covered. You could do both. So let's see now. Let's see. We're talking. This is going to be the perfect bet when we're done with this. God, this is like <laughs> perfect murder, but the perfect bet. All right. Um, so you want as many Cardinals points as possible. You can get five points. Now you're with the boost plus 150. So you've got Chiefs minus two and a half, Cardinals plus five. And now it's plus 150. I mean, you feel good about it. You always feel good about it. <laughs> no one has ever put a bet in their bet slip that they didn't feel good about. Yeah. I think to me, if, if it's my $4, I'm going to say just take these standard lines, five and a half and plus one, throw them out there and just watch the games and see if it works out for you. Now you're up like closer to $20 at the end of it. Yep. And then what? Maybe you have two $10 bets out of that. Yep. Probably, probably one, go one and one and you're alive. back where you are. <laughs> or you go two and oh, now you're up to 40 and now you can really breathe. Unless you want parlay. What's up? Okay, we've got another comment saying, uh, Grazer here saying, spent my last $4.55 on Bill's money line. Oh. Okay, so, well, get ready for another <laughs> deposit. <laughs> no, so I actually think the Bills have a chance to win this one. Huh. But you made a really smart point to me earlier. Which is just like, it's kind of, it, we go back to Drew Locke. If you bet on the Chiefs and lose, you don't, you felt like you yeah. had the right process. Yeah. If you bet on the Bills and they get blown out, you ha you feel like an idiot. Exactly. But but it's like this thing. I, I brought the Alabama-Georgia game from this weekend where it's like, Alabama is just unstoppable offensively. They have two of the best receivers in the country, like two top Four three receivers. receivers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. They have a quarterback who's more efficient hitting deep balls than anybody. They're going up against a really good defense in Georgia. Maybe they'll slow them down, but you know Alabama is going to do what Alabama always does. And I feel like that is exactly what's happening in this game with the Chiefs offense being so similar to what Alabama does to college football teams. The Bills being like the tough defense. They're at home. It's supposed to be kind of chilly, but hmm. cool. You, you called the Bills. I, I, would take, I would take the Chiefs. They're going to run away. I think this is a really interesting point you bring up because I think there's actually – you could draw the – you could draw – Alabama, Georgia into Kansas City versus the Bills and almost uh, expect a similar game arc. So, like, you could take Bills first quarter, I Bills first like half, that. Um, or like under in the first quarter, under in the first half, and then at halftime, take the over in the third, over in the, you know, in the half. What I do is probably. Oh, for first half in game. Maybe. Here's what I say. The worse the weather is, the more you bet on Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if we're just about making money here, this is the strategy. If you just look in his career, he literally has said publicly. Now, he might just be gassing himself up a little bit. But he literally said, like, he prefer he thinks he throws the ball better in the snow. Yeah. The guy's a freak. He is a freak. And to me, like, there might be something to, like, the first half Bills thing where 
you they watch the first close. quarter and you're like, okay, second quarter, I think it's going to stay close. And then maybe that's where you make your bet. In terms of like the weather affecting the Chiefs, it's. It, so I what I realized. The, I hate the Chiefs, but it's the Chiefs. They're going to be just fine. What I realized in, when the Broncos played the Chiefs in the snow, and I thought, okay, well, this might help the Broncos because it'll throw off the timing. What I realized is that the worse the weather is, the harder it just is on the defense because they have to change directions. Whereas the mm-hmm. offense knows exactly where they're going. And it's not going to stop Patrick Mahomes from throwing a perfect ball. Certain, Nothing can stop that. Nope. Except for pressure with four or less. Pressure meaning he's on the ground. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chiefs, <sighs> Chiefs over under here is set at 29 and a half. If you have any belief in the Bills whatsoever, you have to take the under. Yeah. Right? The only path they have to winning is like 27-24 or something. Yeah. I mean, that offense has been fairly explosive compared to the past. In those first few weeks, they looked really good. Maybe they could win in a shootout. But I, guess I just – I know nine out of Patrick Mahomes' ten losses have come when the opponent scored 31 or more points. So I guess it's not that you believe in the defense. It's you can only – you have to believe in the offense. Yeah. Hmm. Under 29 and a half is plus 120, though. So if you like that Bills defense. Tempting. It's tempting. It's tempting. But again, if they score 21 points in the first quarter, like, first of all, you won't be surprised. No, you won't. And you'll just be mad at yourself. Yep. And that's what we're trying to avoid here. We're trying to just make this more fun. Yeah. Get the Um, right process. The process is, it's all about the process. You got to trust it. Don't look too much at your bank account. Okay. Um, Oh, you're going to make me chase value here, and I'm just going to end up taking this straight-up parlay <laughs> or plus three, whatever. And maybe it'll, maybe it'll be great. Chiefs touchdown is first score, plus 155. Chiefs score the first touchdown, plus 155? Um, is that what you mean? But, like, a oh, Chiefs oh, field goal is another score. option. First score is a Chiefs touchdown. That's, I kind of like sense that. makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's what I'd expect. <laughs> uh, but they have been starting kind of slow. So so maybe they have a concerted effort to not do that now, now that it's become a trend. I wonder if Andy Reid's going to go into his bag a little bit on that first drive to try and jumpstart things. It would, make, it would make sense to me. I would like to see it. Because you're about to bet on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, any player props that interest you? I thought Patrick Mahomes' passing yards was a little too high, 305 and a half. Yeah, he's only hit that twice this year. Um, there was another game where I think he threw for like 303 and was like right there. Mm. It's a toss up to me. Again, I'm just not going to take the under on passing yards from Patrick Mahomes. Like that's just not a bet I'm right, comfortable right, making. Right. I, if I anything, I'm taking the over. And right now I think I'm going to stay, stay away. So what I really like is Josh Allen passing yards. They're going to have to huck this thing a lot. He's thrown over 300 yeah. yards. I think in every game, if not every, if not just every win. Um. Uh, not in the last two. Oh. Last game he went backward. Two sixty three last week. Two eighty eight before that. But to start the season, three twelve, four fifteen, three eleven. Okay. So and he has covered it. What are those defenses that they times. went up against in those three games? Uh, Jets, I... Dolphins, Rams. So not the most impressive. And then they Rams? slowed down. Yeah, Rams. So solid. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, also gonna... Jets and Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna try and do what. Um. Well, how much did Derek Carr throw for last week? I'm asking you a lot of questions. I'm sorry. You are. Um, um, I can get that one, though. 
the, the reason I ask is because I think offensively you should copy exactly what the what the Raiders did last week. Now, of course, they're going to try. They're going to have counters to what that was, but basically, run the ball and take shots. Yeah, three forty-seven for okay. Derek Carr last week. I'm taking it. Derek Carr has been kind of nice this year. Actually, then I'm betting against myself. Ugh. Yeah. This is terrible. This yeah. is a tough one. All right, let's move on to the next game. Okay. But before we do that, a big shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, the top rated sportsbook app. And when you go down there, you're going to see all the incredible options they have for you. Uh, not just, you know, being able to bet on just about anything, but like we talked about earlier, the good old 20% profit boost on two or more leg parlays. Uh, you know, you can get your one to win 100. There's all sorts of awesome offers there. And of course, you can always get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you use the code DNVR at checkout. That's code DNVR when you sign up and get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Since we've basically already settled in on that parlay. We have. Cardinals, Cowboys. I feel... I feel really confident in the Cardinals, and it scares me um, because <laughs> that was you conflicted your thoughts really I know. quickly. Well, there. That's what betting's all about. <laughs> just, just questioning your own thoughts on things. You're so confident that you're now no longer confident. Yes, uh, I obviously have internal bias towards the Cardinals. Oh, we know because I love Kyler Murray, and I also love Cliff Kingsbury. So I'm just like. In my head, I feel like they should be scoring a lot of points in this game. Mm-hmm. Yes? One person is bringing up a point about um, the earlier game, but uh, they said last Bills game, Hank said take the under and Josh Allen running yards, took it and won. Do I double down on it now? Uh, depends on what that line is at. I don't, I don't like betting against uh, quarterback rushing yards in big games. I like making money, so... Uh, that's not the point here. <laughs> the point is that the half. bigger the game is, the more risks quarterbacks are willing to take with their body. Okay, but listen to this. I will. The line is set at 31 and a half rushing yards. Uh-huh. Seems reasonable. Fast guy. He did have 57 rushing yards in the first game when he ran 14 times. Since then, he hasn't run more than four times in a game. He hasn't had more than 19 rushing yards. You should be taking that under. So, to me, this is a clear directive from the coaching staff, right? Because I know that Josh Allen wants to run. So, they're yeah. telling him not to. That's what it looks like. Or maybe they even literally said, like, you cannot run the ball more than four times. That's what the numbers look like. Four attempts, four attempts, three attempts, four attempts. I just think they're saying, like, we can't afford to get you hurt. Like, we're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Stop running. And do you think that changes tonight? No. I think huh. you're right here. Okay. But I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're back to the second game. I really feel like this Cowboys defense is porous. Yes. The process of the Cardinals offense is awesome. And they mm -hmm. should be able to just rack up points in this. I will say that what scares me is that the Cowboys' biggest weakness has been stopping the run. Like, I think the only four teams, five teams, have been giving up more rushing yards per game. The Cardinals 
don't necessarily have a good running game. Like Kenyon Drake was supposed to be the big new thing. It hasn't worked out. They've been passing a lot. I tried to tell people that, by the way, in like the whole fantasy conversation. You were right. Like, don't. Uh, yeah, anyways. Just because he's now in a situation doesn't mean he's a good running back. Well, and also just like you don't pick the running back on like Mike Leach's team to have big games. Like, why would you do it with Cliff Kingsbury? Very true. I realize that, you know, there's a part of them that wants to run the ball more just because this is the NFL and you mm -hmm. can't pass the ball on every play. But anyways, yeah. aside from the point. My, my only question, though, is that, like, while other teams have had success running the ball and that's kind of opened everything else up, do the Cardinals just go out there and have to throw and when they just drop eight defenders, it finally works out for the Cowboys? But I totally agree. I do think that this is a game the Cardinals should win. I think it's a game the Cardinals should win. I think it's a game that they should score a bunch of points. Yes. So I like Cardinals team total over 27 and a half. Yep. Um, I just, I think that that's going to hit. And on the same accord, the public perception of the Cardinals defense is very different from the actual Cardinals defense. Huh. You know, just guess as where they are in the league in terms of points per game allowed. <sighs> Well, it's tough with the lead-in you gave me to give, like, an unbiased guess. But I would say, like, they're probably fringe bottom 10, maybe in the bottom 10. They're fifth. Wow. Fifth best defense in scoring this season. That's pretty crazy. So, at least they were before the weekend started. I don't know uh, how much it's moved now. Yeah. It's really crazy. And... It's impressive, and it is. that's why they've been in game. They, you know, they've they've been constantly in, in every game, um, except for the one where Kyler Murray just kind of imploded. Which was so weird. I never thought he would do that. Yeah. Uh, and I said after that game that Kyler Murray is not throwing three interceptions in a game again, and I stand by that. So it's a hot um, take. Maybe yeah. At least <laughs> the rest of this year. Um, twenty. So uh, twenty-seven and a half is the same number for the Cowboys, and I think that's an under. But that that one scares me more. But this is where I would rather just to put two yeah, bets yeah. on the Cardinals than one on each. That's fine. Uh, you don't need to do to hit both of these. But the, the, the you know, like I said, betting's all about questioning your own leans. Mm -hmm. I also am an Andy Dalton believer. Yeah, I <laughs> kind of just want you to have to sit in that one. I mean, okay, Ryan, why are you a, an Andy Dalton believer? Well, I think Andy Dalton was held down by the just entirety of suck that the Cincinnati Bengals franchise is. And now, you don't think any of it rubbed off on him? You no, don't think he became a Bengal? I think he did. He literally almost looks like one. He does. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I think that in this offense, with these weapons, his job is so easy. It's just get the ball to the open guy, and I think he's extremely capable of that. That's why he was such a, you know, this is a guy who beat Russell Wilson head-to-head -head in, I think, the Rose Bowl in college. Like, his job was just to get the guy, get it to his playmakers then. That's all it is now. Also, you know, when you think of the Andy Dalton era in Cincinnati, you just think, like, oh, they were trash every year. They weren't. They were, like, average to above average every year. And that was with the Bengals. Yeah. So, I think, you know, this is a classic case of, like, this is what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield is everyone's going to think Baker sucks because he's on the Browns. But one day he might get an opportunity somewhere else. Same thing will happen. 
Wow. So you just doubled down on your Andy Dalton take <laughs> by using it as an example of why Baker Mayfield <laughs> why I'm is going later to double pan down out. on my Baker Mayfield take. <laughs> okay. The just to play devil's advocate here. So the Cowboys haven't been able to win football games with Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott played four games before he got hurt. He had the three games among quarterbacks in the NFL with the most passing yards. His third best passing game was 450 passing yards. You lose that. Mm-hmm. You bring in the backup. Before, when they had those 450 passing yards, they still weren't Do winning games. Do you want me games. to stop you? I'll just stop you here. I'm not a believer in the Cowboys now. I'm simply a believer in Andy Dalton. <laughs> and you can profit <laughs> off of that. Okay. Like, over 289 and a half passing yards. I think that hits. Yeah. <sighs> I think that there's a good chance that hits. I'm not betting on Andy Dalton yet. That's, <laughs> that's, right. that's where I'm at. I'm not taking the over. I'm not taking the under. You can, you know, when he throws for 424 tonight, uh, and then they adjust the lines next week, you can have missed the boat. I think we have information about how much Josh Allen's going to run the ball. We know <laughs> nothing about what's going to happen with Andy Dalton, and I'm not touching it. What I know is that he can get the ball to open receivers and that this offense creates them. If you know that, then you make your bet, Ryan. All right. <laughs> I will. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to profit off that. And I also like Kyler Murray over 285 and a half. I think this is going to be a shootout uh, in terms of yards. But I don't think I, the, the Cardinals have that bend-don't-break thing going. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they uh, are able to eventually stop. Because, like, that's the difference, right? The difference between Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is that Dak Prescott has the ability to get the ball in the end zone when it all when all is said and done. Yep. Dalton can get the ball to the open guy. The problem is when you get into the red zone, as the Broncos learned yesterday, the windows are tiny, the margin for error gets smaller, uh, and that I don't know if he's going to be able to do. But also I do think mobility. he's going to be able to rack up yards. I do wonder, like, that offensive line is not what it has been in the past. Has Dak been compensating for that? And I can't say that I've been paying too much attention to Cowboys games, so I can't say like that he has been or hasn't been, but that is a question on my mind. Like, is the statue Andy Dalton just going to get beaten up? It's possible. I don't, I don't think know. he's as much of a statue as you think he is. I think the perce- <laughs> perception versus reality on Andy Dalton, I think, yeah, is the very red different. rifle. Yeah, exactly. Let's um, respect on that man's name. Last thing, if you're just throwing a dart here, you, you can get the uh, first touchdown protection. And I kind of like Kyler Murray. First touchdown. Okay. Plus 1100. I can get there. See, I would feel more comfortable with like a Zeke because I do think at some point Zeke is going to score and so you're going to get your money back. It's not as much of a payday if he does get the first touchdown. Um, But I do see a world in which Kyler Murray gets the first rushing touchdown Mm -hmm. against like a super, I don't even know what to say, just not disciplined defense that's going to be focused on all the receivers and not even paying attention to the running game. One more thing I like. I'm a big believer in C.D. Lamb as a security blanket for Andy Dalton. Because like I said, he can find open receivers. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb's drawing really good matchups, and he's going to be open. Yeah. So over 61.5 receiving <sighs> yards for C.D. I'd hoped it wouldn't be that high. If you're going to take that, why not take Amari Cooper at 65.5? Because he's not getting as good of a matchup. Okay. He's going to have to go up against Pat Pete. It's true. Yes. Oh. Uh, so, anyways. Those are... I, I feel much more confident in my view of the second game than the first game. I kind of feel the opposite. 
Well, let's take all of your picks in the first one and all <laughs> of mine perfect. in the second. It's perfect. Under on Josh Allen rushing yards. Should I just put the whole account on that? Yes. All right. Yeah. Oh, I, I need a house. I have I can more than $4. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that <laughs> is our stream of consciousness as we enter this Monday night <laughs> doubleheader. You got every thought that I have on these two games. So uh, good luck to you, Hank, and to the rest of the people. We will talk to you tomorrow on DNVR Bets Daily.